Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy SJ with the beat here with Miss Purfer here in the corner. How's it going, world? Yes, 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 world. We are Odd Ones Out, the podcast. We're your host for the Odd Ones Out. Just here, you know, come and just vibe with us. Come on in. You are welcome. My arms are wide open. There's nothing but love here. Nothing but love. No judgment zone. It's a very safe space, if you know what I mean. (laughs) You know, but a little bit about me, SJ Beat. Um, I am a graduate student here in the illustrious Los Angeles, California, and I'm here on this podcast with my very sexy co-host if you will miss proper (laughs) too much credit yes yes (laughs) Yes. okay but yes sjb is up in california living it amazingly you know and i am in ohio no shade no shade to ohio (laughs) (laughs) i think we're in two different states with two different vibes i guess is the best way to put it i'm dealing with cat kitty litter and he's dealing with papers come on come on i mean the life right (laughs) well we wanted to introduce you all to our very new podcast it started with an idea an idea how miss proper can we can we explain how this idea about all ones out came about like it was literally a random conversation one day and now look what it is people are listening in every week trying to tune into what we us have to talk about (laughs) exactly and hopefully it's as interesting because we think we're pretty interesting we are cousins just so you all know we are related and we spoiler alert (laughs) i know i know right alert e-news okay SJB and Miss Proper, are, we're not siblings. We're not siblings, but we share DNA. We're cousins. So, right. So SJB is the greatest family member ever because he'll call, like, randomly, just kind of check on everybody, just let, making sure we're all still breathing, we're vertical and conscious. And every time he calls, just a call, just a check-in, we always end up talking for hours and hours uh, about... Always. Right, really deep, relatable things. And we're thinking, gosh, like we're just some normal people roaming through the world right now. And if we feel this way, we could only imagine how many others feel this way. And it always leads to us talking about how we don't fit in or how we don't feel like there's other people that understand what we're going through or we just don't have a place in our either our social circle or our gender, our sexuality, our family, whatever it is, whatever the category is, we just feel like we're not, we're not, we don't fit in. We so don't, we don't fit in that. Oh my God. That, I mean, that, that's like us in a nutshell. We don't fit in literally the odd ones out. Exactly. Where, where is our place in the world and how do we find it? <laughs> you know, right. like, that is the question I've been asking myself all of my life. Where do I fit in? How do I fit in? Do I even need to fit in? Is this different I, that I am good or bad? You know, is it good versus evil? Like what is going on? Is different a good thing? Like, you know, somebody please tell me, someone help me, someone guide me, please, you know? Exactly. So it, it's definitely an interesting, an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be asking the questions that you want to know, or hopefully answering the questions that you want to know, because we want to know them too. You know, we, we've just been having conversation after conversation. And it's yeah. funny, SJB, that you said, um, do you even need to fit in? 
And that's, and maybe you don't, you mean, maybe you'll never fit in and that's fine. Just create your own space where you fit in perfectly fine and welcome, like you said at the beginning, welcoming people with open arms. Just like we did, okay? That's why we have a podcast. Hello? I was about to say open legs. (laughs) Girl, wrong podcast. Right now. (laughs) So it's proper, like that name, girl. Where where is this name from? What is it about? What is it giving? Please explain to the people like where Miss Proper come from. Oh my goodness. Okay, so if you guys can see my name on the podcast or if you're looking when you go to people's pages and you see it, and I look at me pages like it's MySpace. Hello. But on their <laughs> throwback. Come on. Right. Come on. That's the grandfather. Respect. MySpace. Love and forever. RIP. <laughs> anyway, so but if you see my name, it's spelled M I Z. And then proper, Ms. Proper. So it's kind of just like a slap in the face or just kind of a gotcha to all the people in my past, growing up throughout my entire life who simply make fun of the way that I speak because they thought that someone who looks like me shouldn't speak the way that I would speak. They would either tell Right. They would either say, oh, speak ghetto or you speak too proper or pretty much trying to say that I didn't fit in with my own culture. And first off, there's more than one way to be in my culture. There's more than one way to be who I am. I, there's yeah. not one specific way. So I kind of just took the name and just ran with it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Miss Proper. Why not own it? People have been saying it throughout my entire life. And people obviously don't know what proper English or grammar is because they keep they keep saying that I have it. And I'm okay. thinking, it's called an education. Right. Hello? But you know, but I'm not going to lie, girl. You know, if, if I wouldn't have known you, and we have not had a conversation, you know, we wouldn't be family. I think that you sound like a Caucasian woman, honey. I would think that. I would think that. Not to be ignorant, but I would think that. That's just how you, you know, how you talk. And I think that's just how we've been socially constructed to think that white women only can sound educated. And I think that's a problem within itself. You exactly. Know? And yeah. that's definitely a topic and a conversation for a later episode. We will Hello? get on that. Yes. yes but there is definitely <laughs> more than one way to be black. So I've met so many different black people, so many people that like rock music or heavy metal or anime, all these things that they try to reserve for a particular culture. They, we like them too, you know, and there are people that talk like me. We're not out here with gold teeth in our mouth, pants hanging on our butt over here, ready to die Tupac and 50 cent style. Like (laughs) we're not not all like that. So that's where it was just kind of. That's where it came from, Miss Proper. But I mean, I love it. I love it. I love your, like, oh my goodness, your art is just absolutely amazing. And you're just, you love media and everything. But SJB, how? Why? Oh, oh, SJB. <laughs> you know what? SJB was an accident. <laughs> so my parents <laughs> tell me I was as well. <laughs> but you know what? SJB came from, um, of course, I, I do the makeup thing. Um, I love having like a, a beat face. There's nothing wrong with a little makeup here to enhance your beauty, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation another day. Um, and also I'm really into film world and in, into the entertainment industry in itself, uh, specifically writing, screenwriting. And when you're writing a script, you have to have a certain amount of beats within the script for the script to work. And without the beat, then the, the script would fall apart. There'd be no script. No one's buying it. No one's going to watch that. No one's going to make that into a movie, you know? So I put two things I love and I incorporated with my initials, SJ. And hello, SJ Beat. Hello, hello, hello. An accident made in its form. <laughs> oh my goodness. So pretty much he is the Beyonce of Destiny. Come on, Beyonce. I'll take it. Right. <laughs> I'll take I'm not even <laughs> 
Side note that I'm not being Kelly or Michelle. No shade to them because they got Ooh, careers. They do have a whole. They do have whole careers, girl. They do. But still, anyways. So what? So like, let's 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 really talk about it because I think a lot of people are going to bring it up. Why is our logo a black sheep? Like, them, if out of all animals, we could have chose a black sheep. Really? Like, I know we're gonna have those people that say that. Hello. So let let's let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Well, just so you know, we're not sponsored by the mattress company. I don't know if they play that <laughs> Or they have a little sheep and they're all sad because they're not sleeping on them anymore. Sleep number. <laughs> I had no idea that's what it was called. So, yes, we're not sponsored by sleep number, but we are not opposed to it if you are out there, sleep number. Hello, call us. <laughs> right, exactly. But a lot of... if. If you've heard the phrase, you know, the black sheep of the family or just like the one that's not like everybody else that just sticks out like a sore thumb, whether they have like an eccentric personality or they're completely quiet and they're opposite of their family members, you know, that's why we we chose the sheep as our logo, because that's what the phrase is usually for, you know, I want their uh, black sheep of the family, all ones out. It's just, that's why I thought it would be a great name. I mean, SJ, what do you think? I think, I think, you know, the black sheep, it represents a lot. Not only is it bracing, being different, you know, when we, people think of sheep, they automatically think of white sheep. No one is quick to say, oh, a black sheep. They're always like a white sheep that's on a farm. Or when you see cartoons, you see the white sheep. You never really see a black sheep. Or you see the ugly duckling. You know, it's always labeled as the other, like the darkest, like the 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 color of the sheep being black, like relating darkness to being something that's negative or, or something that's irrelevant in a sense, you know? And we, we, what we're trying to achieve with our logo is flipping that narrative and making it all about the black sheeps, you know, embracing those differences and diversity in the world and accepting people for who they truly are. You know, that, that was my whole mindset when it came to doing a black sheep. I was like, oh, girl, I'm definitely a black sheep. Hello, I'm living my black sheep truth. <laughs> Hashtag black <No>. sheep truth. <laughs> because that's, so that was my mindset when I was like, uh, I mean, what other animal is bomb as a sheep? A black sheep at that. Very different. So, I mean, and, that, and that's great because there's so many black sheeps out there. Black sheep, so many odd ones out there. I mean, we're not just the only ones. Uh, oh. and that's the definitely not yeah exactly and we don't have to we don't have to fit in with the world the world can fit around us like we're not a pair of jeans or a bra you know yeah you just you don't it's not it's one size fits all Hello. okay you that is very true come as you are let the church say amen <laughs> <laughs> right people need to fit you you don't need to fit people Hello. yeah so i mean miss proper so we're talking about black sheep and talking about why we chose that specific animal for our logo. Is there any moment you have and why you would actually pinpoint yourself as being a black sheep in our family? Well, our family, I mean, a lot of everybody that's probably listening, or maybe some of you, you have not had a chance to meet our family. But mm -hmm. if, if your family is loud and outgoing and just like a crazy family, you know, I'm sure you all have them. But when you're at family functions, you talk to them, you laugh, you do whatever it is, but you still, you have, you feel like something's off. Yeah. And you know that you're not quite the same or you don't have a common ground with them besides the fact that you are family members. Same and, blood, yeah. Right, exactly. And sometimes they don't make that known, but sometimes they do. And it can, it will leave you feeling uncomfortable mm -hmm. or trying to find your place. Yeah. Or you may have those family members that 
are maybe they may be envious mm. of you in some mm. way and that make you feel like an outcast even more because you feel like you're doing something wrong because you're either bettering yourself or maybe you're just not at the level that you want to be and you're constantly being reminded of that wow so, that, i know it's, it's just it could go either way yeah, right that is that's so, a handful that is a handful. Yeah. Wow. come on it really is so like within my family i've been made people have been putting me on this like pedestal that I didn't even put myself on and they would make it seem as if I was better than them. She and it's like, and no, why is that? Like, what, what is the purpose of doing that? How does that help them? You know? I, I don't know. But I mean, remember when I was telling you about the episode on Orange is, Orange is the New Black, when they were, when Piper was having that talk mm -hmm. with one of the prison mates and they were, she couldn't understand why the other prison prisoners hated her. Yeah. And then the one, one prison girl told her she's like you're a reflection of what they never had Damn. so i know and it's just it's it's crazy because we don't think about it that way but within our family we all came up in similar oh, with similar opportunities God. similar directions can you repeat so that miss proper what, what was the <laughs> that i mean that is so deep the writing in that that show is ridiculous that is beautiful i know shout out to orange is the new black i wish i came up with that on my own but no i didn't oh. i did not but she, but the the main character Piper, she was she. Of course, you see the show if you've seen Orange Is the yeah, New Black. Yeah. If you haven't, you still seriously need to catch Please. up. But throughout the show, she's kind of picked on, or people are like giving her a hard time because they think she's privileged and spoiled, and they don't. They just don't understand her, and they give her a hard time. And then she couldn't quite understand it, so she finally asked that, asked that question. You know, in uh, season six, is it season six that came out? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, went around there. Okay. <laughs> Right. The, last, the most recent one, she finally asked that question, like, why do they hate me? I've never done anything to them. I don't even know them. And then it took for that one inmate to tell her, I mean, your reflection of what they've never had. You know, some people don't have money. Some people don't um, get to go to college or get to move out of their own town, you know, wow. so they see other people. I mean, and right now you may be listening to this podcast and thinking, gosh, I hate this person, but you can't figure out why. And it's, I mean, it's just because you, yeah. right, it's just because you aren't where they are. I mean, they may also be jerks too, but sometimes it's just because you're not where they are. Jeez. But what about you? I mean, your perspective is completely different from mine. I mean, coming from, <laughs> right, it's a whole nother thing coming from like the LGBTQ community and having to work within our family, especially uh, like a black family. Yeah, that's, that's a doozy. Um, <laughs> that, that's a lot to unpack. Uh, as far as myself being the black sheep of the family, my black sheep is, uh, is I'm, I'm naming it as that I'm giving it adjectives as in, you know, my love is, my black is, my black sheep is my sexuality. You know, like that's something that's really important for some reason in this family and something that's talked about more than it should for some reason in this family. And I think it's because I'm the first to embrace and be open with it as I am being gender non-conforming and doing what I want to do and how I want to do it and not believing that certain uh, materialistic things such as clothing or th such other things such as that, um, I don't believe in it being associated with a specific gender. So I think that throws a lot of people off and they've I'm sure they've seen it, but every time they relate me to what they understand, it's like Prince or it's like a Mac Michael Jackson, or it's like a Dennis Rodman, you know, cause that's all they, the, especially the older generation in our family, that's all they used to right. see, you know, or the, the go-go boots, all the men used to wear the go-go boots, all the men used to wear the crop tops, you know, they 
I don't want to say they dumb it down, but they make it to the a point, a level that they're able to understand it and able to grasp of what's going on in front of them is how they handle it. So that's how I'm labeled the black sheep of the family because I'm very open. I'm very, I may, I may not be as loud, but my my presence and 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 my being and my total true self that speaks louder than my mouth ever could. So I think right. that's that's enough within itself. And I've not always been at this place. I've always knew I was a black sheep. I knew I was a little black lamb on the farm. Child, I knew from the very beginning. <laughs> I knew, but there was different things I had to learn about myself and and learn about being odd and how being odd is not always a bad thing, if ever a bad thing. And you should always embrace being odd, you know? And that's what I had to learn. You know, of course you have your different family members that you engage with and you have different interactions with as far as, and some people are going to embrace your oddness and some people are going to fake embrace your oddness. And you're going to have those real genuine ones like my, my cousin Miss Proper that just embrace you for being your true self, no matter how extra or how whatever you may be, you're being your true self at the end of the day. So that's how, that's how I identify with my black sheep. My black sheep is my sexuality because it, it turns heads, it, it raises questions, it educates without even saying much. I can just come in there with some heels and a skirt on and it's educating you and letting <laughs> you know that people can be them true selves no matter what's going on around them. Yes, you have done that. That jumpsuit you had on for your birthday. Oh, Ooh, come so- on, somebody. Sponsored by, where did I get that from? I think H&M. Some, somebody sponsored that. I'm not sure what that, oh, you know what? I think it was ASOS or Misguided. Girl, I shop so much, it's ridiculous. But, you know, <laughs> somewhere, one of the brands, girl. I forgot. You <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot. On a serious note, it's, it's a lot. To, oppression is a lot. So not only are we being oppressed by, you know, the Caucasians or the colonizers, as they say in Black Panther, but you're being oppressed by your own, your own culture, your own, your own race. And I always like to say I'm like a, I'm like a triple threat. Like not only am I black, but then I'm a black man. And then I'm a black gay man, you know? And then if you want to add some more layers to it, I'm a black gay femme man. And then a black, gay, femme, non-conforming as far as dress man. So it's a lot of layers to what I am. And I'm being oppressed by they oppressed. And, the, and, and when I refer to oppressed or the oppressed people are oppressing us is the family. Like, it's crazy that you're being oppressed by people in your own family, your own bloodline. You know, you would think they would be the people to, you know, be there for you and help guide you and help learn with you if you don't already know what you need to know about yourself. You know? So it's it's very it's a lot it's a lot to unpack. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's a conversation that can go on for days. But that's why I really feel like I am the the black sheep of my family. Those nonverbal agreements that people have amongst one another. They may not say much to you, but it's there that they feel a way about you being you. It's like that, you know. Like I don't say it's jealousy or a little envy there, you know, because they're not either being them true selves or they're not living the life they want to live. Like you, you know, they they're you're living the life they want to live, but they may have not been afforded that opportunity to live the life you have, and they're not able to grasp with that or deal with seeing you live your life, and they weren't able to, you know, exactly. and they spend their whole lives trying to figure that out, how they can cope with seeing this other person make it. Like use that as they should just use that as motivation to live their own life, you know. But it's I guess it's easier said than done, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot, but you know. No, I mean, <laughs> I have to get it out. Yeah. I have to get it out. I have to get it out. 
no, it's fine. I mean, don't hold it in. Don't hold it in. <laughs> but I mean, these out. are yeah, right, exactly. These are just our experiences, though. I mean, your experiences, your experiences that you're listening. I mean, gosh, help me. Words are hard. But you, the listener, you're listening to our experience. This is yeah. just what we go through on a day to day basis throughout our family. I mean, later on episodes, we'll be talking about society and as well as oh, our social. Jesus, yes. Yeah, it's just so many things to un- unpack for being the odd one out. I mean, your situation, like I said, is completely different. And hopefully you'll be able to identify with us in some way. And if you can't, share your story with us. because Please do. I want to hear these things. I need to know there's somebody in the world like me and Miss Proper. Like, please. Even if you're not like us. I mean, your oddness is your <laughs> well, own. Well, you know, like us being odd. Like us being odd. Right. Exactly. Your odd, your oddness is your uniqueness. So, I mean, share Ooh, with it. That's the word. <laughs> Repeat that. <laughs> your oddness is your uniqueness. Oh, oh, somebody, girl. We need to rewrite the Bible. Yo, oh, gosh. That would take all day and night and the whole night to that. And who said it? And nobody got time for that. And nobody so, got time for that at all. Right. Continue to live in your truth. I mean, this podcast is strictly us just being completely real and sharing our experience about not being the norm. And okay. if you're not the norm, then this is where you need to be. Yeah. You need to be with that. Hey, who likes being the, the norm? Hello? Come on. It's not fair. It's, it's not fair. Like, no, one, like, no one's normal anymore. Like, <laughs> no. as much as they want to well, normalize that, it, then no. No one's normal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Regardless of your color, your creed, what, the, what I mean, your sexuality, oh, what you look like, God. what you like to wear, what you don't like yeah. to wear. Like, regardless of who you are, like, this is, if you feel odd, you don't fit in. Come on. Come on. This corner is for you. It's for you. It's a safe space. <laughs> it is a safe space. I'm going to say that all day. Hashtag safe space. <laughs> right. So, so let's get into, because we're kind of, we're kind of already hit on it. So we've both had different experiences as far as like our lives and how we feel like we're the black sheep in one way or another in our family. Now there are specific words on our logo that are very derogatory, and I'm sure we've heard them before. And and you know what? Your name, Miss Proper, that could even be thrown on there because that that was well proper in general because that was that was used in in a, in a distasteful way, saying that you're pro- you're too proper for this, or you should act a certain way, or you should conform to how they picture you to be. You know, so any of those words on that sheet specifically reach out to you. Or, or make you feel a way, or have you had a moment with one of those words to kind of resonate within your true self and realize I have to keep going or I should move forward past. I'm more than this word that they labeled me as. I'm more than this word they've engraved in me as the black sheep. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's like, that's a good question, actually, because I mean, it's a few. Well, these are a few words that I'm going to say because oh, sellout is like okay. words. Yeah. So, yeah. Sellout is a big one. I had someone call me that for the first time back home and someone that looked like me. And I was so, just thinking, like, what exactly is a sellout? Like, what? For people that I, I mean, hey, I mean, usually you hear it on movies or something. I'm, I mean, I've heard it on a movie where they feel like you're not staying true oh. to yourself oh, or to okay. your community okay. in some way. Yeah. So, so someone called me that because I mean, I'm in an interracial relationship. So oh, to that person, gosh. right? So to that person, they're like, "Oh man, you sold out and you don't like your own ethnicity." And it's like, and I'm like, "No, that's not the case. I just happened to fall in love with somebody that wasn't the same color as me." Oh, that's Thank beautiful. You. Doesn't mean I deny my own color. I just happen to love him, and he happens to be happens to be a different color. That's just what happened. Love is love. Out to me, and then like there's, I mean, all of the words that all the derogatory terms that we have on our logo, they're 
everyone's been called them one way or another one you know? or another yeah exactly and that's that's the sad part of it all because it's like sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me but facts are words hurt otherwise we wouldn't oh. be right Talk they hurt there wouldn't be a need for all ones out there's a reason that you're odd and there's a reason why you don't fit in and it's because of these terms and the way that people see you and they try to label you and put you in this box as if that's all you're going to be and that's not true and oh, i mean wow i know and it's like what about you i mean sjb you i'm sure there's a lot of words on there that's like what uh, the heck oh what you trying to say <laughs> <laughs> no 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 all fine um you know what one word that i was absolutely terrified of i didn't even want the word to be on the on the on the logo because or on the wow. sheep because it's just something I've always been called all of my life. It's a word that I'm all too familiar with. I, I hate to say I'm familiar with it, but I'm, I'm familiar with the word. And, and that's, that's fag or faggot. And I just, that, that, something about that word just, I just don't like. It doesn't sit well with me. I can't really put an adjective to it, but I just don't like it. It's always been used very negative when it's been, when I've been referred to it as it. And you know, a really funny, well, not funny moment, but an interesting learning moment is when I was in the fifth grade, I think that was maybe one of the few times I started realizing that, okay, may I may be this bag that they're referring to. I'm not sure. That's when I really started like, okay, hold on, what's going on? And um, my teacher, Miss Hunt, fifth grade, shout out to Windsor Elementary in South Carolina. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, I told her I came in from recess. She said, why are you in from recess early? And I'm like, I just don't want to be outside. And she's like, well, that has to be something else. That's not like you. You like being outside. Child, if you knew me as a young child, I used to like running around outside, do, <laughs> you know, doing my gossip as a little boy. That's how you knew I was gay from Shout the start. But it's cool. Shout out to recess. It's very important. Keep it in school. You and everybody need their mental break. Hello? So, um, I, she finally got it out of me what was going on. And I told her, like, some of the other guys in the class, they were calling me fag or this and that or, you know, whatever, putting me to the side. And she said, you know what? I'm going to fix that. You know? And so this day, I don't really know if she fixed it. Let me tell you what she did. So <laughs> she came. She waited for everybody else to get in from recess. And she wrote the word on the board. And she says, does anyone know what this means? But she put, she didn't put the fag, she put the faggot. And she says, does anyone know what this means? So everyone, somebody's kiki, ha, 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 you know, like, because I thought it was funny to them, I guess. And she said, okay, well, can someone give me a dictionary? So we had a little dictionary shelf over there. She had one of the boys that actually called me it. <laughs> Go look it up. Ironically, right? I don't think she even knew who it was, but I think some of her spirit led to him because he was laughing the most. So <laughs> he went over there and he looked the book up or he looked the word up. And she said, okay, now find this, find this term for me. And she said, and read the definition. The definition of a faggot is a bundle of sticks. She said, so no one in this room looks like a bundle of sticks to me. So there should be no reason that this name is being called, especially if you did not know the orientation of that, that the, the word. So mm -hmm. I said, oh, come on, speak somebody. But you know what? I've never been so embarrassed in my life. I just feel like it didn't do, I mean, wow. it did something, but it didn't do much because I know the way he meant that word, not the bundle of sticks. I know what he was coming from. Those words cut very deep when he said what he said as a little fifth grader, not even knowing myself. I didn't even know about, you know, I kind of knew I was different, but I didn't know enough for me to be like out here, you know, sashaying it, you know? Right. So 
that was just a teachable moment for me. Shout out to Miss Hunt. I miss her dearly, wherever she's in the world. But <laughs> that that's why, you know, that's why that word really stuck out to me. I really was like debating with myself internally. I'm like, I don't really want that word up there. But it's time that, you know, when we both came together with this brilliant idea for Odd Ones Out, I'm like, all right, it's time to just let it all out. Let it all out. Let it be known. Let it be said. And embrace your truths. And embrace some of those dark past that you may have and you don't want to talk about. Because this this is why we have the show. It can be very therapeutic. You're, you know, you can listen and it can help you trigger some things that you may not want to ever talk about. But because you've heard us and what we have to say, it's it's helped you come to grips with it and, and help you kind of find a solution for what you have going on in, in a deeper issue at hand, you know? So I know that was a lot. <laughs> but, you know, I had to let you know why I feel the way I feel about that specific term on the sheet. But you know, hey, I don't let that be known. That's fair because I feel like there are a lot of people in society that may feel the exact same way and may not know how, like how you said, you didn't know how to make sense of it at first, sense. but you know how it made you feel. Yeah, it didn't and make me feel good at all. Yeah. Right. And for you guys listening, I mean, mm. you may not be ready to like own your truth and speak out loud whether it's whether it's your weight your age your color your job whatever the case may be come on like sjb said listen us may help you or even if it's not going to help you speak out it just may help you internalize because you're able to hear other people speak their truth and be okay with being odd because we know we don't fit in and we don't give a damn because and we don't give a damn let's say it together miss Damn. This ain't working, but you get the point. <laughs> we get, you get the point. We don't give a damn, okay? <laughs> we don't give a damn, damn, damn. Period. This is this is very interesting dialogue. It, it is very therapeutic. I, I knew coming into this with you, I knew that it was going to be, you know, some solutions made, but I did not know that it would feel this good to talk about certain things on this level. Like, because if we wouldn't have experienced what we experienced as the odd ones, odd ones out or the black sheeps, Miss Proper, we would not have this podcast. There would not have been any idea or any blank canvas for us to paint as far as speaking this into existence if we have not experienced our own experience with being an odd one out in, in our family or whichever in the future episodes. But, you know, like, it's just, it's just very interesting. And I just love that we're here together sharing this moment as blood family. And these conversations are actually being had in families, outside of the dysfunctional drama, because we have all that, but we are, you know, <laughs> daring to be different, daring to be odd and not with the BS. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I just, and, I love it, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you. This is why we're cousins, and we're on the same <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Teamwork make a dream work. We always say, you know what? I have one thing I want to say. I have one thing I want to say, and it deals with what we just, what we're just talking about. You and I, and it's funny that you and I are doing this show together, this podcast together, because you and I have been labeled that way in the family as in as a duo. Because, you know, I think a conversation we had as far as our grandmother seeing us two as the golden grandchildren and not really, I guess, giving as much glorification to the others as they do us. That's a that's a rumor on the street from the outside looking in. That's a real conversation being had. Like, it, it really pertains to everyone in their own individual way. and they, But those are things that we have been pinned as together. Like, our names are associated together with being the golden grandchildren of our family. And that's, like, nothing to brag about because we don't see ourselves that way. We don't see ourselves as that. Right. Like, I don't get it. I, I still don't see it. I try to. But I'm like, 
mm, I see yeah. two together individuals, but yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything yeah. wrong with that, you know? That's the label that our families place on us. So, I mean, what are the labels that your family places on you? Place on oh, you? you know, my God. You, right. Do they place you as the screw up or they place you as a stuck up person or the out of touch person or they place you as the fat person or the person that sleeps around? You know, what do they oh my goodness. place you as? I mean, there's and, so many yeah. in your family. And, and as you say that, I like, I see those words you were saying being written on the sheet. Like, I literally see the words being written on the sheep in my mind as you say that. So that's very interesting. And I picture me or you being in the place of that sheep. Like, you know, because we all have been through it. We all face it, you know. Mm-hmm. And we all cope with it differently, you know. Exactly. And I think a, a big thing is, Ms. Proper, one to emphasize is how we cope with that. Like, how do we cope with all of that, that, that we go through, all the labels, all the this, all the that, all the yada, yada. Like, how do we, what advice, Ms. Prop, I'll let Ms. Proper go first. What advice would you give for someone going through that or being the black sheep within their own immediate family? Like, come on, like, what can we give these people? They need something. I Somebody, know. you know. I know, right? It's just like, it's hard to say, honestly, because everybody's experience is different. You yeah, know? that's for sure. We don't have one packaged cookie cutter advice sample that's like here here you go this will work here, for you everyone gets one right. <laughs> you get a card you get a card that's so why rick cousins that's why rick right. cousins he said the exact but, same reference <laughs> right exactly but the point is though it just it really depends on the situation so for me someone who may not fit in with their culture as much as they would like to or may or is dating out someone outside of your ethnicity and you may be your family uh-huh. they approve or they don't approve you know uh-huh. It took me, and I'm still finding my way. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm still finding my way. But I'm beautiful, more... beautiful couple, y'all. Beautiful couple. I was at the <laughs> wedding. I should know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're a mess. Okay. But I'm still finding my way. But the point is, is that I'm owning it. I don't know if that just comes with age and then comes with the experience. I honestly don't know because I'm still in my 20s. So I'm still living. But... <laughs> still young. I'm still right. I think it's really, it's all about just being comfortable and not really caring. I know that's so generic and basic to say, but that is, that's the true solution. And it's easier said than done. You will oh, go through some struggle. Uh, it's way easier said than done. But the sooner that you, you're, you're cool with yourself and you don't give a shit about what anybody else says. And you're like, and, and of course you will care. There are going to be times where you're like, oh my gosh, like, because I struggle with that right in this moment. Like, oh my goodness, like, are people going to be mad at me? Am I disrespecting my culture for not being with someone in my same ethnicity? Like, oh, I, wow. I battle, right, I battle with those things all the time. But at the same time, I, rem- I remind myself the reasons why I'm with this person or why I am the way that I am. And it's not to be disrespectful to my ethnicity. It's because it's who I am and who I like and what makes me comfortable. Right. You know, love is I, love. Like, love is love. Come on. Right. Love is love. And it's, it's just whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you comfortable. Like you get one life and you got to live it. You got to live it the way you want, because once your life's gone, it's gone. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be left on anybody else. If they're at your funeral, they're not going to sit there being like, oh, talking about Jenny, John and Harry. They're going to be sitting there trying to talk about you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You are the topic of conversation. (laughs) Right. You are the topic in the subject. So you not anybody else like that's that's, that's the oh. most generic piece of information that i can kind of sum up and try to do a one fits all yeah but it really goes based on it's situational no i think that's very sound well, I, really think, I think you hit that right on the nose girl if i was I don't know. I mean, in, you to flip it if you can i mean what can you I- just- <laughs> 
if I was tuning in, you have gave me my life for the night. I would have went to bed happy. <laughs> you did that. Um, I, I, I'm gonna piggyback. I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. I think exactly everything you said. I guess like my side's a little different. Like I said, I'm not in an interest relationship, but different is different, you know. So we all have to embrace the difference that we're handed on a, on a spoon. Um, you have to remember you you're only given one life. Period. It's as simple as that. It's nothing else to be said. It's, you only have one life. Your life. Keyword: your life. No one else's. So whether you do this or that, somebody's always going to have something to say or react the same way. So why not just do it your way and have them react? Why do it their way and have them react? You know what I mean? What is the benefit for you? At that point, you're a puppet. Yep. (laughs) At that point, you're a puppet and you have strings attached to you, which is what could be the strings could be your family. The strings could be your friends. You know, the strings can come in many different forms. And you're just letting them pull and tug at your life and you're not even controlling it. You're a walking zombie slash puppet slash whatever, you know? So why not? agree with that. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to Orchid. She's on four legs. She's black and white. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with interracialness. It's just, it was a coincidence. Okay, she picked me. I didn't pick her. Uh, hello exactly so i just live live your truth <laughs> you may have your slip ups in life but it's okay as long as you learn from those things as long as you learn from them things honey and you move forward and keep it moving you'll be you'll be okay so that's that's what life's about life's about twists and turns and everything else but long as you stay true to you and live the best life that you can then you'll grow the best way you possibly can potentially as, as you know as a person and that's all you can do at the end of the day and it'd be be okay having bruises along the way. Cause I mean, that's oh my god, help. yes. I mean, that's that's what that what that's what helps the growth. Yeah. I mean, in every episode, like like SJ was saying, we're gonna be talking about being odd in so many different spectrums. So hopefully, something whatever we say, whether it's one thing and you don't tune in for the rest, hopefully you do. But if you don't, okay, please watch all of <laughs> That would be quite disrespectful. But if you don't, hopefully something will click with you and you'll walk away feeling a little bit better about yourself or a little bit better about your oddness because being odd is amazing, you know? Being odd is amazing. Hashtag, what was the hashtag you had earlier? Odd, odd, owning your oddness. Yes. Hashtag owning, owning your oddness. oddness. Like, owning your oddness. Somebody. There's nothing wrong with it. Why would you want to be, like, the person next door? They're, that person's already there, so you need to be you. You know what? I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down, Miss Proper. First step, recognizing you're odd. Second step, embracing that you're odd. <laughs> third, third step, owning your oddness. Those are the levels to being an odd one out. Hello, my you name is Miss Proper, first. and I am odd. Hi, <laughs> Miss <Ms>. Proper. <laughs> we embrace you. We love what you. Is that? Open arms. Oh, right. Oh, my goodness. There is absolutely nothing wrong with this. So each week we will be posting videos. We, have, we spend about 40 minutes and 32 seconds on the dot talking oh to you Oh, my guys. God. That, it, I know, oh right? It's not by so fast. It's crazy. It did. It didn't feel like that long, girl. I wish my class right, would really go back that fast. Right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap it with the what? Quote of the episode. So to end our fabulous conversation of the night, we're going to end it with a quote with yours truly, Miss Proper here. And I'm just going to tie into the theme of what we've been talking about all night. Okay, so. Hello. Uh, <laughs> right, I know. So I'm just going to leave you with this little snippet and hopefully it helps you in some way. Okay, so 
the only obligation you have in any any and i mean any lifetime life the next life the past life any lifetime is to be true to yourself Mm. that is the only obligation that you have bills aside being true to yourself because like we've been saying Mm. (laughs) you were funny like we've been saying i mean when you die they're gonna be talking about you Mm. (laughs) right so right so you need to say you need to be true to yourself okay one life to live and you need to live with your best you won't be i don't want you sitting on your deathbed saying i should have done this anybody's gonna be looking like that (laughs) right i wish i would have worn those prints Mm. like right exactly you want to wear a gold suit go wear it because you like it not because anybody else is sitting there trying to tell you what not to do i mean if i were to listen to people when i was in high school about about my my career for example i told people i wanted to be a journalist you know what they said you're not going to make any money Mm. and if i would have if i would not listen to them i would have been doing something crazy who knows what what they do went up to no good (laughs) exactly i mean they were probably right about the money thing you don't get in the media for money but Uh. what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) right so they had that one part correct but guess what i'm happy that's all they had that's all they gonna take and i'm owning the rest of it own your oddness hello (laughs) hello Yes. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you next Wednesday, hopefully, if you tune in. Bye.